Hello, everyone. Welcome to the RC Plane Lab podcast. Whoa, I'm Ron. I'm Dave. I'm Reggie. And I'm Daniel. So today we have Dave's brother Daniel with us. We're going to talk about how he got into the hobby, all the fun stuff that goes into what he flies. And that's probably about all, right? Yeah, I would guess. You guys feel you guys feel so far away from me, by the way. Like I can't. You are a distance, yes. I was lazy and didn't want to set all this stuff. So we have four people now, and I was lazy and didn't want to set everything up upstairs. So I'm in another room, basically, pretty much. Technically, yes. there, there's a divider. There is definitely a divider. We're social distancing again, <laughs> but just you three from me. That's okay. So, what have we been up to? You want to talk about that first before we get into Daniel's specifics? Sure, let's go for that. Go right ahead, Ron. What? Well, you and Daniel, Dave, Dave and Daniel went to a swap meet last weekend. I didn't get to make it. Reggie wasn't invited. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, how, how was it? Where was it? What did you guys get? What happened? So we went to O'Fallon, Missouri, which is uh, right around two hours from us. Okay. Uh, kind of an odd season. You know, you usually expect to see these things in the spring and late fall, maybe winter. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, mid to late summer was a little unusual. Wasn't sure what to expect. A um, little, little smaller show than what we've seen recently, but uh, we still ended up bringing some stuff home. Of course, you know, why wouldn't you? <laughs> What'd you get? Well, um, I ended up buying a, let's see, what was it? It was Tiger Moth. A really, really ratted out Tiger Moth, uh, which... Didn't even come home with me. Uh, I saw that it had a, a, a 91 uh, Surpass four-stroke OS engine in it. Ah. And uh, the guy had $80 on it and uh, said, make me a deal. It's like, uh, will you take 50 bucks for it? It's like, yep. It's like, darn it. Uh, I, I, I know. I hate when they take the first offer. Usually it makes you feel bad when they do that. He didn't even think about it. I was like, okay. You don't want to feel, you don't want to like, lowball them too much yeah i don't but, want to feel bad about it but. yeah you don't want well would you take 30 bucks for it i mean you don't want to piss them off but maybe you should have just to get a little better deal on it yeah well uh, it's like i said i was really only buying it for the engine that was on it and uh, we were carrying it out and uh, a guy we had worked with earlier and bought something from he said oh I, I flew a tiger moth back in the day back when i was in canada hey it's like uh you want it? So I take the engine off of it. It's yours. Just give it to you. Yeah, yeah. Should have told him 10 bucks. I didn't want to have to take this That's miserable true, airframe I home. I understand. So, yeah, we took it out to the truck, got the engine off of it, and uh, he went away happy uh-huh. with his brand-new free airplane, and I got a $50 four-stroke. We really need to start taking tools. Yeah, we need to carry a regular full-size toolbox. I thought we've discussed that before, but nobody ever remembers. Just trying to take the motor off with a pocket knife. and <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you didn't want the airframe, you could have yeah. just cracked it right off. Here you go. you got a little bit of work to do, buddy. Yeah, that went, that went well. And I took uh, the engine had low compression on it when I checked it at the swap meet, but four strokes often do. Um, and I uh, took it apart when I got home and uh, found it had a stuck lifter. So, oh, that's nice. So, yeah, a little WD-40 down the tube and... She's got tons of compression now, so good to go. <laughs> I wish you guys could see Reggie. He's got my dog on one side, just like 
because Reggie brought treats for the dog today. So he's got my my dog on one side, and now the cat. And he doesn't look happy, by the way. <laughs> no, when the cat climbed up, that was all claws. <laughs> all claws. Yeah, she does that. <sighs> okay, so that's what the look on your face was for. You yes, look so I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to get you off on that, but that was quite enjoyable for me. So, yeah, my little sure. four-stroke is in good shape. I just don't have anything to put it on right now, but I couldn't pass up a $50 OS Surpass that uh, looks pretty new. Uh, there was a little bit of carbon on the intake valve, and the cylinder head looks brand new. So. Nice. So you don't have anything now. Don't have anything But now. what do you want to get for it? I don't know. Okay. Don't know. We'll see. I've also got a G26 just sitting around with no house. So Maybe Daniel could use it on a... Uh, yeah, or something. Or something? yeah, yeah. So, what'd you get, Daniel? Oh, I all I got. Yeah, don't airplane swap me, but then I come home with a saw. A so, saw. Yeah, so I got a Dremel scroll saw that's got a sand, built-in sander on the side. Well, that's cool. An older one, but twenty dollars, twenty bucks. Yeah. If it works, it works. That it gained a lot of weight too. Yeah, I set it down to help him get his tiger moth. And I, I reached down to grab it up off the floor. Didn't realize it had suction cups on the bottom. <laughs> I was like, man, I can't believe this thing's gained so much weight. Tile and then, floor. Yeah, about popped the tile off the floor when I pulled it up off off the floor. So That's funny. Well, yeah. see, you could have used that to take your motor off. Well, <laughs> just saw the whole front of the Yeah, right just on. a nice clean cut. Here's a plane minus the firewall. All you got to do is glue it back on, buddy. There you go. So we've been. What was that? All you guys got? That's all we got. Yeah, that was it. It was. There wasn't much there to uh, four we, and a half hours of driving. To, we, we even kind of hung around, thinking maybe more people would come in, and it was pretty pretty slow. Well, we just we need to make a note. I mean, like we know what swap meets around here are good, but we've been going. It feels like in the last year or so to more swap meets, like a little farther away, not yeah. far far away, but a couple hours. Um, some of them, or some of them, have been worth it, and some of them have been not worth it. There's been a few around here that's been that way. Which way? Worth it or not worth it? Both. Both. Yeah. Decatur's been that way. Which we, way? As far as both. We've really? Gone there and it's been crap, and then there's times we've gone there. It's been like, wow. Decatur. I don't remember Decatur being or being bad ever. I've gone once, and it was it was horrible. Really? Yep. And uh, I thought, was it Columbia that was that way once? See, I get them confused. Or, I don't remember what's what. Columbia was pretty good this year. Columbia or Belleville, whatever when we went to that little school there. One year we went, it was like, uh, the next time we went, it was like, wow. I thought Belleville was always good, right? I get those two confused. I See, think. I do too. Belleville Granite. was the one that had that Canada. <clears throat> right, but wasn't that the same time? Or you, I mean, you didn't think you was with us. Oh, no. Belleville's the one where I got my box. Yeah. Yeah, your $20 handle. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Okay. And I thought we went one time, it was kind of not so much. So yeah, You just never know. It's going to bounce. Yeah, it's hit and miss, obviously, every year based on who's there. But, yeah. So Columbia is the one. Columbia is the one I just went to that I bought the that EDF there, right? The Stinger? I think so. Yeah. See, that's how I you try and remember. Stu- you were hauling stuff in and out. I lost track. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> anyway. So, like I said, we just need to make a list because my mind doesn't work that way. Yeah, regardless, it's a nice Saturday or Sunday morning out. That's true. That is true. Yeah. 
It sounds like you're coming down from your addiction. You're not buying so much anymore. Or at least you slowed down. I'm saving money. I have to for the jet. Yeah. I, yeah. I, my disposable income has shrunk because I've got money sitting aside for that. And every time I go to a swap me, I'm like, oh, I could dig into that a little bit. But I don't. Mm. So, Reggie, have you ordered yours yet? I'm glad somebody I else asked and it wasn't not. me. <laughs> we still haven't gotten the paperwork on the no contract. So. Well, that was a no contract for buying other aircraft because you were saving all your money for the... Uh, Jet. Thank you. Did you I bribe him before I, you, I got I here? didn't say a word about it. I, I don't think Reggie understood what we were talking about by the no buying airplanes clause so that he could oh, afford I understood. the jet. I understood. I was just stretching it out a little further. Yeah. He wants the uh, sub clause in there. Mm-hmm. I brought you peanut butter cups. Yeah, I know. I appreciate it. <laughs> didn't bring me anything. Anyway, so nothing, nothing yet on that? Nothing. I'm still waiting. I guess I will join. Like I said, I join Monticello's Club here when we go to the meet here on the 23rd or 5th, whatever it was. Thank you, by the way. That reminds me. We told everybody that the day this is going out was going to be the fly-in at Eli Field. The date has changed. September 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, I think, is what it is now. Um, I don't remember why it changed, but there was something to where it was coinciding with another event in that area. So now instead of the weekend before Streeter, it's the weekend after Streeter. Which is coming up very soon. Streeter's next weekend, isn't it? Week after. Yes, the week after this coming. 13, 14, 15. So this is Labor Day, or as Dave likes to apparently call it, Memorial, Memorial Day. Day. Um, which I don't remember that from last year, but Dave said he called this the wrong day. So we'll <laughs> say that again. I don't remember the episode last year. But, yeah, so this is Labor Day. We'll have the show comes out Friday. So we'll have that weekend, which is not Streeter, and then the weekend after is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we went flying. We've all flown a lot recently. As much as I'd like. Three out of four days for me. Mm. No, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to. I did some, but not as much as I wanted to. Yeah, I only flew one day, but it was morning and evening. You you were out? No. You did did Thursday night. Yeah, because we did Thursday night. Oh, well, Thursday night, yeah. I'm just thinking about the weekend. Oh. Oh. Yeah, well, no. I didn't make as much on the weekend as I wanted to, but... Would you guys fly? I mean, what? Come on, what? What happened? What? Anything good? I have a good story, but we'll save it. Well, for a the, no, sky, the no. sky warden flies. <laughs> yeah, you did that one. Yep, the sky warden got ma- maidened. And you love that so much, you want to get rid of it. I want to get rid of it. Yeah. So anybody out there listening wants a sky warden, let me know. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. It's just boring. <laughs> it did do some beautiful bomb drops. Um, come to find out, I am not a bomber pilot. Yeah. <laughs> you hit the field. Well, the first time when you weren't there, he I hit the cornfield. It's still the field. Thank goodness the corn was down. Missed. Yeah. Oh, I think I'm going to be right over the, the runway. Nope. Nope. 50 Nowhere feet close. Away. Imagine if you had a FPV camera on that aiming down. I'd be puking and dropping bombs off the field. I'll have Daniel look down. He could tell you when. He'd be your bombardier. Anyway. So anyway, it flies really good. Um, it's just a little underpowered. It doesn't have much of a vertical climb. Uh, but it flies good, lands good, bomb release works good. That was funny because I originally set that up for independent release. So I could drop one bomb, then the other. Mm-hmm. And mechanically, it's set up to do that. However, um, I went digging in my bag of miscellaneous servos uh, to, for the bomb drop servos, and I found two that matched, and I put them in there. And uh, they were both out of uh, an, uh, one of my jets that had crashed. And... Uh, one of your jets or one of Reggie's jets? No, don't bring me into that. That's <laughs> eh, one of mine. 
Um, and it turns out one of the servos is reversed. So when I throw the switch, they both fall off at the same time. But Which is cool. I mean, even though mechanically they're set up to drop independently, it just doesn't work. And I'm too lazy to pull the servo out and reverse it. So I don't blame you. It's no big deal. I've done it all the time, but I don't want to do it. <laughs> you are over that airplane. It actually is nice when it drops both of them together. It looks pretty cool. I thought it so, too. Easier to find both of them. And then uh, remarkably land within 10 foot of each other every time. Well, they're close when you drop them, so yeah. one probably bounces and the other one lands and doesn't. Other than that, they're pretty close. Yeah. You find one, just look, at the other one's going to be right there. Yeah. I still think it would be neat if it whistled or smoked, whichever, coming down. Yeah, you guys are putting too much work into this. No, oh, you've already did all that work. You might as well finished it out. Yeah, he's putting all the work on you, Dave, so... Yeah. Which he does with his stuff too. So right. anyway, anybody interested in a Sky Warden, it 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 would be up for sale. Well, if not before then, it'll probably make it to uh, Ohio next year. Yeah, it'll probably go to Toledo and go back to where it came from. Mm-hmm. Love it, but it a looks, lot nicer. It looks good and it, it flies decent. It's just boring. Wouldn't that yeah. be awesome if the same owner seen that plane and came right Speaking back? Speaking of, <laughs> when I was rebuilding it, um, there was a tag inside it from the previous owner. And I called the previous owner, and he picked up. Really? Spoke to him, a nice gentleman named Russ. I spoke to him. He said we could talk about this. Um, So talked to Russ about it. He said he sold a bunch of stuff to the guy. Apparently the guy I bought it from at Toledo uh, because he's uh, developed macular degeneration and cannot uh, fly anymore. Ouch. Uh, He had flown this plane eight or nine times. Uh, He bought it used apparently. Uh, and put this Sato four stroke on it that I've got. Um, and he flew it like eight or nine times. He said he flew it great. Uh, the guy said, apparently, I don't think he flew it much. I sounded like the other guys in the club were flying, flying it for him. Uh, but just really nice gentleman to speak to. And uh, I just kind of wanted, there was some crash damage on the airplane. I kind of wanted to know what this case was. But apparently that all happened either before or after he owned it because okay. he said he never had an incident with the aircraft. Oh, that's cool. So it's kind of nice to talk to the previous owner. Yeah. I thought I've got a few airplanes I bought used that have had the contact information, but I've never never gone far enough to actually make a phone call. Yeah, I went to the AMA site and checked, and his AMA number was still current. I was like, well, okay. Okay, so that was that was kind of the other thing I was thinking. Like, I don't want to call somebody and then open up a wound if they died or something like that. Yeah, that's know. the reason I checked to make sure it was, and yeah, and he was still current. It's like, well, let's give it a ring and see what happens. Oh, that's awesome. So Russ is a really nice guy. I'm I'm sorry you can no longer ru- fly Russ, but uh, wish you the best. Cool. And he, he just doesn't like your airplane. Other other than that, <laughs> you never know. He might take it back for a static it, display. Oh, it looks good enough for it now. Yeah, easy. Turned out good, Dave. It really it did. did. I, I'm happy with it. I really but it's do. just fortunate. It's boring. It's a low wing cub. Yeah, and it needs more horsepower. I don't want. to cut up the cowl any more than it already is and you can't get any new ones so yeah because that which if one i is get that? a new cowl i would get a new cowl for it and just put that 91 in it that i just found but what is this airplane uh it is the uh hangar 9 piper pawnee okay and it's got the sato 82 which is the recommended four stroke for that airplane <clears throat> also something i found the interesting when i got it it had just a very small chunk of lead in the take Tail. It was like a little over half an ounce of lead in the tail. Mm-hmm. For me to balance it with the existing setup, it took four ounces of lead in the tail for it to balance. So I can imagine it uh, 
was a handful to land being that nose heavy. Yeah, I would think so. Reggie, you can just push the cat down. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, don't pick her up. Just kind of shove her off. It'll be all right. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Got your side now? Are you bleeding? Oh, no. Hopefully not. <laughs> she's and she's right back. back up. Gosh. Oh. Go ahead. Reggie bathed in catnip this morning. Must have. Uh, well, that's, I mean, that's, that's good you flew it. That's good that you like the looks of it. It's just too bad you don't like the way it flies. Yeah, it definitely needs a horsepower M yeah. plant. But it is what it is. Well, if you can find a new cowl before Toledo, then maybe you can he replace said, it. I think the 91 four-stroke would be a, a better engine for it. Yeah. Although, how much more lead would I have to add to the tail? True. They're already carrying four ounces back there. Yeah. Oh, what's another couple ounces? I'm making yeah. a pound. What the heck? It's all right. We've seen Reggie's balance jobs before. <laughs> oh, wow. Thanks. I think my favorite was when you had, what was it, eight ounces on each on each elevator? Oh, you're referring to that. Uh, <laughs> what the hell was that? I don't know. Talking to the microphone, though, so we can all hear you lament about I it. I cannot remember what that was. That was a lot of, I mean, like, they were stacked from the front of the rear stay or stable gosh darn it stabilizer thank you to the rear of it front to rear multiple thicknesses like you just had them layered i don't recall being layered dave what was that do you remember that one i do not oh they talking about the uh the tuscan tuscan <laughs> i think that's what it was now you got me messed up to Toscano. Toscano. To whatever it was. He says things wrong, and then I can't get it right in my mind after I hear it. So he's got a curb? Yeah, he's got the curve. Oh, we're still on there. We? Oh, we are never going to be off it until I figure out. Sure. Reggie Dictionary. <laughs> yeah, obviously you know what I meant. But anyway, yes, it had a lot on it, but uh, I also had the wrong size motor on it as well. But it just seemed like it wasn't balancing. <laughs> that surprised me with this one, is it? Had the recommended motor from Hangar 9. Yeah. Still was that grossly nose-heavy. That's weird. But, hey, he flies. I'm good with it. So I got to see Reggie fly. What is that? What's your glider thing? Oh, yeah, FMX Fox 3-meter glider. I'm going to be honest. That that impresses me. It flies nice. I like that. It sounds good. The launches are fun. Well, he still does it with his left hand. He, He throws it. Vertically instead of horizontally. But. Yeah. Well, it's got enough power to do that. But anyway, so I, I watched him. He's he's launching it well. He's not crashing it. Yes, it's going very nicely. But he's left-handing it, which he's right-handed, so that just looks awkward. It does. And then he uses his mouth to turn the throttle, the up. throttle up. It's either my mouth or my chin, whichever, but... It's got oh, you used power. your tongue when I saw it. You're like... My tongue had nothing to do with you nasty joker. My... Left hand, I can hold on to it better, but it's got enough power and it. it's literally pulling itself out of my hand. So all yeah. I gotta do is just push it up. That's it. And it is. It's a vertical launch. Just yeah. The airplane's horizontal, but it goes vertical. What batteries that have in it? It's got a six thousand pack. It's got a fifty C. Oh, what the heck is that? Admiral. It, is that six L? Yes. Dang. It's got a little weight in it. The plane's just a little heavy itself. Yeah. For being a foamy. Yeah, I don't know if it, it takes right out of my hand. So all I got to do is clear my head, which is <laughs> perfectly a good deal to do. I videoed, took a video of a couple times we launched it just in the off chance that we would get a good uh, uh, bunk. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but nothing happened. 
which is good. Good for you. That's I awesome. appreciate that. Thank He's you. learned to duck. <laughs> <laughs> I learned to just get it over my head versus keeping it shoulder Hold it high enough. Yeah. But no, he he flew that. Found out that what was the matter with the wheel? Like it's he kept stuck. trying to land. It's stuck. I don't know what it is. The the tire itself is just rolling around the rim. I don't know why. Yeah, the rim is locked. Loosen the bolt. I don't even know how to get to it. To be honest, it's got that plastic cowling around it, so I don't know if I can just pop that off and get right to it, or I gotta come in yeah. from the top side. Have a look at it. Yeah, so. you'll figure it out. Yeah, those foam tires—they like to spin around the rims anyway. It's a nice aluminum rim. Plastic. Oh, that's plastic. That's plastic. It looked aluminum. It is plastic. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's a. Not it flies so. great. I enjoy it. That surprises me. Remember that one that used to sit in a Falcon Hobby when you first walk in? I'm gonna say no. It was a monster. He had like a thousand dollar price tag on it. That would have been nice to have, but I think that was also balsa wood. That's good. It would have been, but not for me. Also watched Reggie fly his Ultrix. Oh, here we go. It's quite enjoyable. You guys missed it. Have you heard the story or you no. seen the video yet? No, no. I, I was having aquarium issues last night and I wasn't able to make it out. So mm. With with go. his UMX Ultrix, he has this really cool thing where when he launches it, he just throws it and then throttles it up. Yeah, it works well. It does. So <laughs> he la- he threw it up, and then somehow, instead of flipping it to where it was facing away from him, it flipped to where it was facing him. And oh. I throttled wide open. He, he, <laughs> he drove himself. Up, and he hit himself in the face. <laughs> Yeah, I thought Ron was going to wet himself. He was. I almost did. He almost I really went did. down. Really. It was so funny. No, we had a lot of fun. He he got out and flew that a few times. Um, I still don't understand. Why are you eating? We can hear you eat. What? <laughs> I haven't said anything. What? Nothing. So. <laughs> God. So anyway, he flies like almost pitch black with this thing. And you know how Reggie flies. Way far, away. like you see, just like this dot of color, like of co- the colored lights. You too, Daniel. You too. Uh, I didn't okay. say anything, but he knows. I, I mean, may have saw it while I was on the lake last night. But <laughs> <laughs> what is that? My like? wife's like, "What's those flashing lights?" <laughs> That's a Reggie. <laughs> That's miles away. But so he, you know, there was a couple times where he's like, "Well, I think it's coming back towards me," <laughs> and I'm like, "I have no clue. I can't tell." But it, I had it safe came back. one, which is also a killer. The planes, I will say. Safe you can't is? tell safe is. Okay. Because if you can't tell if it's moving or turning the way you're wanting to, you're more likely going further away. <laughs> so you just kick it off real quick, and then you can tell the difference. Oh. Uh, yeah. But he learned how to do his little flippy thingies, the little flapjack things, whatever you want to call them. Ron taught me well. He was doing those very well. Um. What else? You like to fly towards yourself to where you have to duck. You had to duck one time, so it didn't hit you. One time. You almost hit me I was once trying. also. It's luckily these things weigh like half a gram. I know, right? But I had walked down to get my drink, which apparently he didn't know. I went a few tables down to get my I drink. I did not. And then all of a sudden I see this thing coming right at me, and I, I ducked out of the way, and I was like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I didn't know you were over there. I'm still in the pits, so that should be a safe spot, right? I, I don't recall being in the pits. I, that. Eludes my memory at this moment. <laughs> of course it does at your age. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ron. <laughs> no, but it was a lot of fun. I ended up, so my Ultrix 600 I broke. 
I was flying that, doing one of the little pancake things. I was so lazy the first time, and I didn't change both motor mounts out. Should have. Broke one. Broke the other one. That's the stock one that is now the propeller is just hanging, which kind of sucks. But like I said, that's on me, because I was going to do the other one, replace it after the first one broke, and I got lazy and didn't. So now I will, and we shall be okay. Yeah, got both mine changed out. Yeah. I mean, that's so much easier than the stock piece. Yeah, that seems to be the only weakness of that airplane. Like, I mean, it it flew great. And even after that happened, I, you know, you hear that noise. And it took me a minute to figure out what it was. But I was doing the little flapjack flapjack spinny thing. And then I settled out and started flying away. And I went to throttle up after that. And you just heard like a thud. It's just a prop beating itself against it. Yeah, I was like, wait, what is that? I kind of got scared for a second. I was like, oh, am I going to lose this thing? Then I calmed down. I was like, I know that sound. (laughs) Mm. Heard it before. And sure enough, I just, I mean, there's no throttle up. You can't do anything. But I was proud of myself. I actually calmed myself down because you always get that pucker factor at first. It's like, what is it? Yeah. Calmed down. Actually had to fly a full nother circuit around because I knew there was no way I was going to be able to land. I had to get some of the airspeed down. and Lead off airspeed, altitude. And it's always nice to have spares of both of those when you need it. When you need it, yeah. Um, but I was able to come, and I think I had to walk about 30 feet to it. But you don't have rudder. That was the hardest part about coming in, because usually you can use the motors, obviously, with differential thrust for the rudder. Yeah, you can't jockey it back where you need it. Lose that completely. So, But it worked out okay. No harm, no foul. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Flew that. Flew the slow ultra stick a lot this weekend. I think I probably got... 15 flights on that one. That's a fun airplane. I really like that one. Twimber flew that a few times. Nosed it over. Nosed it over. Probably all the time, didn't you? No, just once. Mm. Yeah, just make sure you carry a lot of elevator right with it. And that's the hard thing about landing because usually I'm used to just touching down and it's okay. But then when you give it elevator to keep it from flipping Flipping over, over, it likes to take off again. Yeah, we need to look at that and see if we can rake that gear forward just a little bit. I don't think it's going to happen the way that's designed in there. It's okay. pretty pretty bend, solid. Bend anything? or No, because it's got little plastic like covers that match just perfectly the angle uh, of that. So, and those screw in. I think they screw in. I have a knife. <laughs> uh, and you might have to. I mean, we might have to. I don't know. We could always make new pieces of plastic to cover it. Um, but I started, I ended up... I've never flown it with flaps before, like I've done it, and then mm-hmm. it's it's always just had the flap setting, and I finally set up the, uh, oh, my mind just went blank, what's it called, the flight mode setting on the switch, so I was able to change the elevator for each flap setting, and so that was the other thing. I was landing with landing flaps yesterday as opposed to just no flaps at all. I almost think I like it better without flaps, though. It glides in so nice without the flaps. And I think with the... With the extra lift coming from the back of the wing when you land, when it's hitting the flaps, it kind of helps it nose over even more. Right, and I think so, that I think that's been noted before that even on takeoff, that the because it's the flaps are so far back, they're deflecting air. Yeah. So, anyway, I might not use flaps anymore, and it's okay if I don't. It doesn't need them. It doesn't. It's a fun airplane. Other than that, though, it's like the Pawnee. I put the flaps down one time, and it was like it was no different. Like, yeah. Why bother? What's the point? It looks cool, I guess, but I don't know. You guys fly anything else? Daniel, you flew something. What did you fly? No, we flew. The big stick got flown again. No issues. Well, we 
tried to fly it several times. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. It seemed like every time I went to fly it, was it the first time? We rolled it out, went to start it. Full-size plane came in. So that's, we, the, that's the problem with being at the yeah. field we're at. So had to push everything back. He landed. Some other people went up. I don't like flying when there's other people in the air. I just have a thing about that. And went to bring it out again, started it, got it up in the air, flew one or two circles around the field, and here comes the full-size plane back out. So back down it came. And then in that time, I had to go to work. I I got called into work, so I said, I'm done. So that was, what was Saturday morning. And then Saturday night, we actually flew more. Yeah, I got a lot in Saturday. More than anything Saturday night, but I didn't fly the, the big stick on Saturday night. I flew. No, because we got a noise complaint. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it's that loud. It's that loud. It's It's noisy, but it's not that loud. You can hear it over a mile away. Sounds good, though. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds good. It's okay. Old people just, you know. I I know. Yeah, well, Reggie likes it, though, so well, I, that's, that's surprising. Mm, mm. But, yeah, we flew the mini. I got a mini stick. We flew that quite a bit Saturday night, plus the the sundowner, the little, little sundowner I have. Those those two got three or four flights on it Saturday night before it gets too dark, and I start losing which way I'm going, the up and down. Me. I mean, I just, as soon as the shadows start, I'm, I'm done. I can't. It's It's hard. And both those planes are a smaller plane, so... Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I, I don't want to go walking for him, so I just landed and quit, and that was it. Yeah, it's getting like it seems to be getting worse for me too. Like when I'm flying, I have to remember what attitude it's in because I can't tell. Yeah, and if you take your mind off of it for one second to look do something, then you forget which way. Yeah, was I going? And then you have that moment of freak out. You know which way am yeah. I going? And then yeah. Yeah, I was flying, I don't remember what plane it was, but I thought I was coming at me and went to give it left aileron, rolled the opposite way, and I was uh-huh. like, oh, so that's not coming at me. <laughs> Let's go the opposite way and get it bring or bring it back towards me. So that's the easiest way to find it out. But. Neither one of these have navigation lights of any sort on it, so that even makes it worse. Yeah. The word of the day is orientation. Orientation. <laughs> Why? <laughs> that's what you guys are talking about. Speaking of orientation... So Reggie with his little big glider, I guess, I swear to God, like, I don't understand why he flies so far away. Like, he's flying. I was doing something else, and I turned around to look. I could not find his airplane anywhere. So then I looked at him to kind of see where in the sky he was looking at, and I it was a dot. I mean, it was not much more than just a dot in the sky. It was not that bad. It was pretty bad. It was 399.99999 feet in the air. I don't think that's what you said. That's exactly what I remember saying. I think you said... Uh, beep. <laughs> don't recall that. 1,200. Anyway, mm-hmm. and the distance away, too. It's not just the height. Uh, it was not quite above us. Not I keep quite. it within a reasonable walking distance. Oh, not him. I, I he would have to they, have... Yeah, I know, but Reggie'd have to have like I don't know a tram, a bus, <laughs> mm, a three cars. <laughs> yeah, take a train ride somewhere. <laughs> no airline tickets involved in this. No, it's not that far away. I didn't say you'd fly anywhere, <laughs> Mister. Okay, he's fine. <laughs> anyway, 
So is that enough? Is that enough talking about what we've done? Do we want to get on to Daniel and let him steal the show? Let's do this. The show was Daniel. supposed to be about Daniel, huh? The show was supposed to be about Daniel today. Yes. So let's go for it. So Daniel, how did you get into the hobby? What was your first airplane? Where did you get it? And did you have help from another modeler? <laughs> wow. <laughs> No, I want to make sure we get some of the questions out of the way because I, I'm I'm bad at interviewing. So, well, I guess I'm just a follower because I followed him, David. I, I was going to ask yeah. who started that, like who was in it beforehand. Well, he got into the planes. I think I got the cars first. Yeah, we did because I bought thing. that Willie's Jeep, which I still have, which you still have, and then you just up the ante by going into planes. So then, <laughs> <laughs> up the ante. So I just followed, and I don't know, I guess shortly after high school, I guess I got my plane. So probably, Okay. So. Yeah, I would say, well, that was, it was Electra Glider, wasn't it? It was a Goldberg Electra, yep, yellow. And got it from, what was it, Ham, Hammers, wasn't it? No. no. Or the Hobby? Hobby Barn, whatever that place was at the time. It went through about 15 different yeah. names. They're on Chatham Road. Yeah. So I did that, then what was my... Gas power or nitro power was an Aerostar 40. Aerostar 40 and then a, a Midwest uh, 109. Fun measure Schmidt or what? Oh, yeah, probably. I did have that. So I had those for a while. That was in high school or just out of high school. And then I got out of it for, for quite a while. Started doing, you know, other hobbies. Adult yeah. stuff too. Like four, four wheelers. Jobs and all that. Yeah, jobs. Yeah. Four wheelers, you know. Drug yeah. you off to Toledo one year. Yeah, and then yeah, then I made the mistake. Hey, you want to go to Toledo? And I went to Toledo and that's yeah. And so when would that have been for that oh. trip? Nineties. Oh, okay. Yeah. Late nineties. Well, didn't we go to racing though? The first time I went to Toledo, weren't we? Maybe going it was to, early maybe it was early two thousand. We were going to Ohio to race anyhow, and then we made a weekend, went to to Toledo on Saturday, then, then raced on Sunday, and because we were racing cars at the time, so, um, so yeah, then ended up back in it again, and then now you own a trailer. Now I own a trailer, and yeah. <laughs> so you've been you've been into it the second time then since early two thousands. No, no, it was probably mid two thousands, tens. Yeah. Oh, okay. So about thirteen years ish. Yeah. Give or take. Yeah. So you started so, back in about the same time Reggie and I roughly got into it. Probably, because I, well, it was, I got that Radian. was the first. Yeah, you bought a Radian. I bought a Radian. That was the first one when I got back into it again. And then, uh, yeah, then it's gone from there. So what are you up to now? What's your number? I think it's about 11 or 12. That's not bad. So, no, not at all. No, but the one is the same size as all the rest of mine combined. Yeah, I know. We're going to get to that in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That's... He's got to try and beat everybody with size. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So it's that's how I got back into it. And so you obviously belong to the same club we do. Exactly. We're same. kind of the, yep. the group that flies together. Yes. Um. So I don't know where I was going to go with that. Anyway, I don't know what I was going to say next. Uh, crash stories. Have you crashed anything good? <laughs> <laughs> we have a track history with that, uh, don't we? Uh, well, the only one I've crashed was that the first stick, stick number one that folded the wings. Yeah. that that's That's been my major crash. I mean, I have little, little 
bitty stuff, you know, easy fix stuff, but that, that's that been the major one. And then the second stick, of course, David had that when it went down. Still not sure what happened there. Yeah, that, that was no hope for that one. The first stick is back together. I mean, it still needs to be covered, but it's actually... With the blue and... The the cream, blue, the very cream first, one, the, the first one really? that folded the wing, yeah. I didn't know you were that far along on it. Yeah, That's it's, awesome. It's all, it's all back together. It's got some... I, I got some work on the wing yet to do some fill-in. But it's actually, I've had it, it's back on the wheels. I mean, it's all up and go. Back. Nice. So it's built well enough now to where you don't have to worry about the wing folding. Yeah, yeah. yeah he has quarter inch plywood in it. Yeah, they say I overdid it, but. <laughs> I don't blame <laughs> once you. Once you do it, well, you know, once you see that wing fold once and it's just a, a yard dart coming out of the air, it's just, yeah, it's, it's something you don't want to see again. And It's a helpless feeling. It is. I mean, nothing you can do. It's there. It and goes. with a wing that big, it just starts spinning and spinning and spinning. That was what, 80 ish? Yeah, I was eighty mid eighties. Yeah, on it. That, I, yeah, I like that airplane. So did I. <laughs> well, and it will. Fly and that's again. It, that's, yeah, yeah. It, it was. And I know I told you when we went out to get it that don't worry about getting parts because I know. But the more I got looking at it, and it's like, man, when I was bringing it in out of my trailer and going to strip it out, I kept. It's like, well, this piece goes back to here, and I kind of started taping blue using blue painters tape and taping it back together, and it's like. This might be able to go back together, so, and I just popped a good rib out of the out of the wing and used that for a template and just started cutting, you know, figuring out how many ribs I was missing and just started cutting ribs and, yeah, patching it back together. Now I don't remember. Is that the one that had more of the the trapezoidal? Or no, that, that was, was the, the second one. one. Yeah. Okay, okay, that was the the one that hit and was pretty much. Balsa scattered everywhere. Oh yeah, it. Did. That was the one that lost the elevator. It was like you didn't have the. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, and it just splattered little bits. It was like crash scene, and then yeah, like, parts everywhere. It was feet. It was balsa it. confetti <laughs> out oh. in the muddy field. Yeah. So this is number three then that you have now, right? Number three. Yes. Okay. So the first one wings folded. The second one's it's just Dave crashed. <laughs> and the third, the third one third so one, far is. It's still, been, has it's still been a problem child. Oh, it's been a big problem child, but it's I'm we're gonna win. I mean it's it's got the last couple of flights have been all right. I mean I did find Saturday morning when we went to try to fly it, I went to put the wings on because we flew it Thursday night. Saturday morning I put the wing on, or was getting ready to put the wing on, looked down, the throttle servo servo, all the screw mounting screws had come out. So the servo was just bouncing around the inside of the plane. This is why you pre flight. Every yeah. time, oh, I mean, absolutely. it's this plane just shakes so bad. It just, it, 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 yeah, you got to lock tight everything in. And what motor's on this one? It's a Genoa G thirty eight with like a straight pipe or something. <laughs> it's, it's got something. And and it's JTAC box basically. There's there's no baffle. It's got there. a nice like pop like, to it. Yeah, like a resonator as opposed to a muffler. Yeah, yeah. It's like I said, I like the sound of it. You can't yeah. talk to anybody next to you when it's flying close, but. It's okay. But, yeah, it's, I think, you know, we lost a spinner on it, but. Yeah, that was a fun clang. Okay, so <laughs> you've had some issues with this one, too. Let's go through them. Servos? Servos. Which servos? Pretty much every servo. Well, I've taken all the servos have been replaced. I mean, it's been one at a time. They work on the ground, or they work one minute, next minute they don't. I, it just, so we just start, yeah, I should have replaced them all at one time, but I didn't, and. Eventually replaced them all because every one of them started going out. So we've had servo issue. We've had 
Motor issues. Motor issues. So rebuilt the carburetor on it because it just it wouldn't idle right. So it re- must have had an air leak because it quit now. Yeah. Um, so rebuilt the carburetor. Um, I had a starter. I I, I got was that uh, Dynatron. Got a Dynatron starter. Starter, which I, when I go to try to start it, it just. Without the nose cone on it, it just flips off, you know, just yeah. the power, the torque, and it just jumps off. So we bought a nose cone for it, put that on. That lasted half a flight. Yeah, half a flight, maybe two flights, and it broke. The bolt broke on it and come off in midair. So. But now, since we rebuilt the carburetor, it's easy enough to start. We can just hand start it. And yeah, it flips. It flips sometimes fine. The first time sometimes. Yeah, it's really not too bad to start that away. So it's been that. Um Let's say the rudder broke off in mid Rudder servo. Yeah. It's, aileron linkage. By rights, I guess it should have been in the ground too, but. I had three, yeah. ma- three major failures in three minutes. Yeah. it's So you lost the aileron servo, you said? This is the, the, one, a- one flight. One flight. The aileron linkage fell off the right aileron. So you only had one aileron. The other one was flapping. Yeah. Rudder servo quit working, and the rudder hinge line broke. Somebody's ringing. Everybody's looking around. Nobody knows. Mine's sitting right there, nice and quiet. Mine's... Oh, it's Reggie. Go figure. Wasn't me this time. That's all that matters. So anyway, all that happened in three minutes. <laughs> and we checked everything before they went up, and it was fine. I mean, it's it's like the gremlin in it. I mean, it's... Well, so what... You bought this with the servos in it, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. So you don't know anything about how it was stored, how it was kept... If they were in a wet environment or humid, no. I mean, like, so that's the problem with buying some of this stuff used, not knowing. Yeah, you just never know. I know it sat uh, in an attic for well over a year because I saw it same place. Yeah. I mean, you just, it, it, and it was weird because they would work. I mean, the first time I took it out, I, I, you know, we put a new receiver in. It did come with a receiver, which maybe is a good thing. We did, I bought a new receiver and put it in it because I didn't trust the one that was in it. Yeah. Um, everything at home worked fine. We got it out the field. David went to fly it the first time, and that was the first servo issue. It's like I it worked. I mean, I'm telling you, it worked. And so took it back home. That thing's got more trailer time back and forth than it does <laughs> flying. But uh, you know, switched that servo out and brought it back out. He looked at it over. You know, everything worked fine. That's when he went up, and then that's when yeah. it comes back down. I said, "See, I told you." I said. They work, and then they, yeah. and then it's the same one again. It was a rudder again. So I'm thinking, is there something wrong with the receiver I just bought that's burning out the receiver? You know, because yeah, at that, that time it was the same servo. It was the rudder servo again. Yeah. So I'm thinking, is there some reason? So I thought, well, if we put another servo in it and it burns it out again, then I'm going to be real leery. But, but this time it was a different. And then it started on the wings. It started the ailerons, and then the rudder, and then it or the. Uh, flaps and you know one after another luckily they've all failed on the ground except for the rudder yeah Which and i didn't trust i didn't trust the throttle one after the, after the, like the fourth servo so i i switched it out with before it even burned out i mean they're so inexpensive yeah all things considered just to make sure you have good servos on stuff that's i don't know At i know there's point, though, but i've you, never had any go out i mean Usually rudder, you know, pretty much. Or it starts, you know, flaking out where it flutters or, you know. Yeah. But just to up work and then quit with no sign of a problem. Yeah. At what point, though, would you actually decide, okay, all these servos need to go? 
I mean, I threw the first, second. Oh, I should have maybe. replaced them all, but it depends on what the airplane is, how much you care about it, and what I mean, like the condition of the airplane, how old it is, what its history was. And I know a lot of times you don't know the history, but you can kind of get an idea based on looking at the condition of the entire airplane. Does that make sense? Makes sense. Oh, and you stepped on it too. Oh yeah, I did do that. That was <laughs> uh, that was my boo boo on that one. That was yeah, that was an easy enough fix. So I didn't. Yeah, it's all considered. Yeah, I sure did step right on that. I think he was going to leave that out, Dave. But that's okay. <laughs> Thanks, brotherly love. Anyway, I was doing it for you, so it wouldn't take off on you. So it yeah, was all for you. So I was tuning your motor and doing you a favor. But okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, poor Dave. But again, at least it was my plane and not somebody else's. Yeah. I mean, it's... I get it. That's funny. It's all been fun. It's been a good day. That's part of it. I mean, that's... the Things happen to airplanes. You just have to know how to fix them and... I've sat on one, so... <laughs> yeah. We've all done stupid things like that. Reggie? Uh, sorry, not in this conversation. What are you talking about? What? What? Oh, gosh. Now I'm trying to think. There was an airplane you were putting together. Do you remember this? It was out here. It's been years ago. What did uh, I do? You sat on it. Or you sat on it or stepped on the wing. I don't remember what it was. You were putting servos in it. It was an ARF you were putting together. I've got pictures somewhere. I would have to go through and try and find it. Oh, I don't remember that. You were upstairs in the dining room. It wasn't old yeah. blue, was it? Maybe that's what it was, yeah. Uh, Could have been. Anyway, so yeah, we've all, we've all it messed happens. airplanes up by doing something stupid like that. So what, what, what have you done, Ron? Okay, actually, I haven't. No, I'm sure trying. you've done something. No, I'm usually fairly careful with that kind of stuff. Hmm. I don't remember, I mean, like, I don't remember ever stepping on one or sitting on one. I ran a few into the wall carrying them outside, okay, but never qualify actually breaking you. them. Then it doesn't qualify you. Oh, okay. Then no, I don't think I've ever actually broken an airplane. But for this exception, we'll qualify you for that one, yes. So, uh, if it makes you feel better. It did. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Thank you. Uh, so, Daniel, you do swap meets. It's one of yeah, the questions kinda... we usually ask people, but it's kind of hard when you but... know the answer sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of an addicting <laughs> little... Uh... Yeah, bad thing to go to. But. I see. I don't think it's bad. Well, it's not I, bad. It's a good bad, I guess. It's, it's a know. lot of fun, and if it's almost like the the hunt, you know, you're looking I for the deal. Understand the people you're that do garage in sales. The I mean, it's yeah. it's kind of like the people that are addicted to going to garage sales. I mean, you go to flea markets, you just don't know what you're going to get. You know, again, like last Sunday, it was a bum, but yeah, I mean, it's. But other times, it's yeah, you've got a lot of stuff. Nothing compares to Toledo, but. Yeah. Um, but you get to take a specialist with you. Or some of us don't get that opportunity. Well, that's true. Yeah, Dave's always uh, good about knowing things. Oh, and, Dave has an eye. Mm, yeah. There's no question. You know, I get bit from time to time. I bet it's very rare. Mm. I know. And something yeah. probably hidden, very well hidden. Mm. Or he tells you, yeah, you, you don't need that one. That's above what you're <laughs> oh, <laughs> capable you of taking care Yeah. Save of, number one. Right yeah. There. Well, yeah, okay. You so, ought to probably pass on that because they don't fly, yeah, good. Or Speaking of him telling you you ought to pass on that one, I think he told you you ought to pass on the one that you ignored his um, 
advice on in Toledo? He's the one that showed me it. But I don't think he thought you were going to buy it. <laughs> no, it was in more of a, hey, look at that. Look at this hunk of coolness. Mm-hmm. Well, then... <laughs> Yeah, he wasn't saying that when we were trying to get in the expedition to come back home. So but usually you, I, I come I, up, I do that because we were in Peoria one time. It was raining. It was nasty. I bought a bunch of raffle tickets, and he's like, well, I'm going to start loading the truck up. You go see. <laughs> so we got two people so, from airplanes in a know, stuffed expedition. Now, mind you, the the expedition was full. This is before, before trailer time. But, so the expedition was full when we went. went. So he's getting it all packed back in. I come back and I said, well, I got four flight boxes. And I said, plus whatever that extra 50 cc extra thingy. Oh, my God. So he had unpacked the whole extra. <laughs> and now, mind you, it's raining. We had, he just keeps winning <laughs> and winning. So I keep bringing it over and sitting it down. And it's like, here, we got to get this in the truck. And, yeah, it's another come home with an airplane on your shoulder all the way back. <laughs> Four uh, flight boxes, one of which, two of which were built. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I've never won so much stuff in my life. A 50cc extra. I never saw it. the extra. Uh, you may not have. We sold we, it. What was it last year up at Streeter? We sold it. Yeah, a couple of years ago. We basically gave it away, but you had nothing in it. So. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it needed a, a a cowl put on it. Brian happened to have a cowl yeah, for he it. Ended, yeah. <laughs> sure enough, had one. But. Of course he did. But again, it was probably over what I needed at the time. And a bigger fly is better. Uh, Just saying. Uh, well, and I do agree with that. I mean, the way the the once you get the sticks up and going in the air, I mean, they do fly. I like you know, they do fly good. Yeah. Especially but... on breezy days, it seemed like we've always got. I mean, it's. And then we got the Toledo special. So I was going to say, yeah. speaking of bigger flies, better. Daniel, what did you buy? Yeah, I bought that. What is it? Third scale cub, <laughs> hundred and forty inch wing. Yeah, it's. I tried to get that in the house to work on in my little airplane room, and that yeah, didn't work. <laughs> it doesn't out. fit. I, huh? it, I made it. It just banging off the walls, and then I got it in the room, and I was like, I can't. I don't have enough room to walk around. So now it is back out the room, down the basement stairs, and sitting in the basement. So yeah, that's the one we can barely get in the elevator at Toledo. Yeah. I think Tommy's got pictures of you guys trying to get in there. That was a lot of fun. So, is it ready to fly? What else do you have? To no, do? I. What's the? Is this a winter project? Hopefully, here real soon. I keep saying that's, that's well. It's the next one after I got done with the stick. It seemed like the stick has settled down. So okay, yeah. um, I've got a new receiver for it. So really, just need to go through it. Yeah, see if we can get the engine to run. Yeah, I mean, supposedly everything else. It was supposed to be a bind and fly. I don't know if I would have considered it a bind and fly. I mean, it it needs some. It's got gaffer tape on it. Yeah, well, so that's, that's okay. So I mean, it needs it needs total recovered. But I mean, if we can get it up and going, I'm still planning on this getting it done this year before winter. Oh, okay. I mean, really? I mean, if I put the new receiver in it, if all we the, get it to run. all the servos, really? I mean, I got to mount the motor back on. The firewall it was mounted on with laggy screws, so I think I'm gonna oh, lag screws. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, wow. that's how all the so it, that's what I'm saying. It needs some some work, but if we can get the motor, if the motor gets up and running, um, I got the broken. There was a couple broken screws from the prop because it takes multiple screws to hold the prop on. Yeah, I got those. Those are out. So 
um, and didn't harm anything else getting getting the broken screws out. So really, I mean, unless we find something really wrong with it. It seems solid. It's old and crusty, but solid. Yeah. At least get it up in the air this this fall and then maybe over the winter do. I, yeah, I kinda it like needs it. a new cowl, a new windshield. Yeah, and some with the paint job on it. I don't know. <laughs> it's well, yeah, all findable stuff, right? That's fabric, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's got a unique paint scheme. And it did have some duct tape, but I pulled the duct tape off, and I don't really know what, because the fabric itself is not actually ripped. It looks more than anything. It looks like the paint's cracked, but they've put maybe they're afraid black, of the fabric or something. Black gorilla tape on it. It looks like, and I, I don't know. I was really thought it'd be worse when I pulled it off, but but I. So really, I don't. Hopefully, by this fall, I'll get it up and going. And, yeah, it is this fall. I was going to well, say, we're, we're there. So that's why I keep pushing. I mean, I think if I could just get a good couple nights at it, as long as the motor. As long as the engine runs, we're going to be in good shape. What's the motor on it? What engine's on it? I don't really know. It's, okay. uh, it's I'm going to call it a home-like conversion. I was going to say, you thought that's what it was. It was more like a weed eater. So electronic ignition or is it? Electronic yes. ignition. Okay. Which I kind of find weird for a conversion, but yeah. But there's no other markings anywhere saying what brand, you know, anything like that. On now that you said that, I got a brand spanking new home light at home. That's all it is. It's, it's basically the motor and the housing. If you want it, you can have it. Right, but what size? I mean, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Because this is a big plane. This is maybe. Now, this has got good compression and everything. Oh, so yeah. I'm thinking if the electronic ignition works, we should be in good shape. And do you know size on it, by the way? We don't. I don't know. It's big. Like, I mean, I don't know yeah. what a cub, because cubs are always underpowered. Yeah. So I don't know what that would fly on. Probably like a 90 size. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little bigger than that. Uh, this thing's pretty draggy. I don't know what it is. It's a good size engine that's on there. Maybe 30, 35, or? I'm thinking 50 plus. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's a good size. Well, that should fly it with authority then. Yeah. And it's not like it's going to speed dem- demon anyhow. I mean, it's... No. Yeah, I'd like to see that one fly. That'll be cool. Yep. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with considering what he's got involved in it. It's not bad money-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's... But at least get it up and going and then this fall figure out what to do if I need to recover it or... I mean, it, it needs work, but... Yeah, for something like that, it's. I always think it's good to fly them, see if you like it before you put all the time and effort and, and the money. And the money was right. I mean, you know, for what, what he was wanting for. I mean, I I don't think I'm. I. Oh, we can turn around and get our money back out. Yeah, of it, it's as it's just the kid alone is a lot of money. I mean, uh, kids over a thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh, so you know who it is? Balsa USA. Balsa USA. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So, so this. Parts are out there. I can get the new cow. I can get a new windshield. I, I mean, it's... Um, so, we'll see what happens. So, this here for Toledo, is is the trailer going? <laughs> I said I said we could take it last year, and I, we didn't. I know. I but, think we we, all... you know, you don't know where to go. You know, I didn't know they were going to have parking for trailers or, you know... Yeah. And I'm more worried about getting a trailer stolen. Well, okay, so that was one thing Toledo did that was very nice. They had it set up like we took our small, well, my brother-in-law's small trailer. Um, 
they have supposedly locked at night, locked trailer parking to where you don't have to worry at all about yeah. somebody coming. And if and we knew that, I mean, that was that was more the thing. Where we going to do with the trailer yeah. and why we were at the show because I knew it wasn't going to fit in the parking garage. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, now we know you have parking available. They have a whole lot that they block off, and I think they actually have somebody that sits there all night. Yeah, maybe. I mean, there was a woman there that, you know, kind of checked us in when we got there and and took our pass and stuff for parking. Didn't cost any extra either Hmm. as a vendor, so I was kind of happy with that. Just opens more doors to bring more stuff back, though. That's the point, right? (laughs) I got to start saving money for Toledo already because that's going to be a fun one. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a busy spring. It's going to be a great spring. I like I'm, there's a lot of cool stuff coming up. I'm excited for. <laughs> well, yeah, one thing I'm looking forward to more than anything. What's that? Do I have to say it? Yeah, because I want to know if you say it right now. Joe Knoll. Okay. Just making sure it wasn't like Jeff Paul <laughs> or something knowing you. <laughs> what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to Jeff. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? No. I think I said, Gen- what did I say? Joel. I, Joel. 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 That's yes. what it was, yeah. Looking forward to seeing Joel. Joel who? Ah, <laughs> uh, So, build or fly, Daniel? Um, probably fly, because it takes me forever to build. Well, but what do you enjoy more? Both. Do you? It just seems like I don't have the time to build, you know. Oh, I know. You know, when you go fly, you actually make, you know, it's a shorter time, I guess. You know, you're actually going where... Yeah, you go to build and something else always comes up or it's it seems like it's easier to fly when you leave the house to actually go fly. That's what I'm going for versus I'm going to build and then well, then you get to start doing other things. Yeah. So, like you sit down to build and then 5 minutes later something else comes up you uh-huh. have to go. Although I guess I can't say anything. You're a lot better at building than I am because you did finish the <laughs> Electrostreak and you've flown your I did. Yes, I did. And that wasn't bad. That's was first I guess technically scratch built I've done. Um yeah, you used the wing jig and everything. Yeah, I used yeah. I had not I didn't have problems and there was probably things I would do different, but it, it flies. It flies. Flies fine. You know, I had to do my wing twice where I joined them cuz yeah, I, you, for somehow I got You made a 30-inch propeller. What? No. Well, and it was bent That's the other. Okay. It was. It was. Would you say not? De- or he had anhedral in it as well. Yeah. And I sent him a picture. This is supposed to be like this. And he goes, "No." I was like, oh, "I don't know how I did it, but it so happened. I had to cut it back apart." And yeah, but it, yeah, it was twisted and bent. So. So I mean that's part of learning when you but, build. You know, that's it what still flies. And to me, yeah. I think it flies good. I mean, it, you know it. It flies every bit as good as mine does. Yeah. I think your power system is actually probably the best of the batch. So, what do you have on it? It's what? the uh it's the guts out of my uh Radian XL. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, he just gave me a bag of stuff and told me to put it in it. So <laughs> here, put this in it. And I said, Okay. You use that on three cell or four cell? I can't remember what you're doing on it. It's three, three cell. Yeah. Three cell. Three cell. Yeah, that's yeah. That would be that's a small plane. So that would be a good yeah. I mean, it port. flies good. Yeah, it's it doesn't have that stupid vertical that mine's got. Yours it, doesn't change speed whether or not it's going vertical or horizontal. No, it's the same speed. Yeah, there's no change. It's torquey. Yeah. It's just not fast. Um, 
but yeah, his uh, is not overpowered, but it's not underpowered either. And it runs on three cells, so it's lighter. Yeah. It's, uh, it works nice. Yeah. it's Well, good for you. That's a good build. So, but I still got that, yeah. I mean, I still got planes. I, I mean, I bought that, what was it, Carl Goldberg Tiger Oh, you bought two. a Tiger 2? Tiger 2 for sweet. 30 bucks. I haven't even opened that up. That, that's maybe this winter. But I still got that, uh, <laughs> what is it, Robin Hood that I'm working on. Yeah, like the big Robin Hood. Four years now <laughs> that I've been working on it. It's... Yeah. We've all got those. It's okay. It's, oh, and you got the Waco there. ARF? Or not yeah, the, the way area, the biplane. It's And again, that one probably not take much to get going if I just sat down. I mean, it's, it's just a matter of putting servos in, mounting the motor, fuel tank. I've got all the stuff for it. It's just a matter of sitting down and doing it. So kit R for Ray to fly. What do you prefer? Mm, depends how much time I have. Uh Probably ready to fly. I mean, it's um, probably easiest for me. Yeah. It just seems like, you know, if I sit down to do something, I'm not as good at, you know, so usually I have to go over to David's house because I'm not, it's like I'm having problems with it. You know, it, I can do it a lot quicker if it's just ready to fly and go. And Yeah. But, again, time. Just, you know, to sit down and, and actually get the stuff put together. You should have more time now that you only have uh, one job. That's true. There you go. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I did it eat up a lot of time. Have, you know, two jobs and sometimes three, so it's... Well, now your second job can be airplanes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now I can only get paid for that, so... Oh, no, no, no. It never works yeah. that way. So balsa or foam, by the way? Uh, I think I like balsa. Yeah. Foam, I just... I, I ding it up too much. Yes. That's what... I mean, that, that's... I mean, not that I don't like foam, but it's just... Every I don't know exactly. I mean, I I just it doesn't take long and they look you know horrible because I've done hit them into the wall or you know or getting them in uh, the vehicle. Yeah, yeah. That's what originally I was talking about last night was like with that glider he has, it's all dinged up, and that's the same way with my ultra stick. Same way with Twimber now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I feel like I'm pretty careful with them. Yeah, like. I always have to make sure my fingernails are clipped when I'm working on them because I'll just dig a hole out of it just yeah. working on them. you got to watch how you lift them. You don't want to actually use your fingertips because that digs into them too much. Or there's, I mean, there's marks on the top of the wing on that slow ultra stick. I'm like, this makes no sense to me. I don't even know what that is from mm-hmm. or what would have made it. But other than that, I mean, I hate to say it, but foam is, to me, easier. Yeah, it's, I don't know. That, that's all, I mean, not that I don't like foam. It's just... Yeah, you just have to fear, you know, remind yourself that you're, it's going to get dinged, it's going to get yeah. scratched. It's of course monocoat's not. My, I mean, I've punched holes in monocoat and not even know how I did it. True, um, but balsa airplanes seem to be a lot more uh, work onable. Yes, yes, they're repairable. I think. Yeah, with a with a good looking repair. I mean, you can repair. Well, like you were talking about with that Pawnee, Dave, you could not tell that that had been messed up, the wing had been messed up, until you got into it. Yeah, somebody had been in it, and I was still not sure how they fixed it, but they did it. And it doesn't look bad from the outside. No. So that's the thing with, with foam is you glue it back on, you're going to see it. You're, yeah, you are. It's Yeah. But as long as you have all the chunks, it goes back together quick. I don't know how many of those I've put back together at the field. Yeah, 
time-wise it does, but it's still, it's going to look like a crashed airplane. Whereas you can get balsa to not look like that. Right. So, what what radio do you fly with? Uh, Spectrum. What is it, DX8? Yeah, I think you got my old DX8. No. No. I, no, I bought one. You no. gave you gave me a radio when I first... I gave you a DX6. Back into it, then I turned around and bought the 8. Because it talks. Because it talks, mm. yes. I like so, talking radios. I'll, yeah. I'll admit it. This is something you don't know you need until... It, it you own really it. makes a difference. Yeah. I mean, you know, versus looking down. I mean, it's especially it, with a complicated airplane. It's, yeah, it's nice to hear the you know the timer or yeah, what switches I'm flipping because I never for, you know I always forget which switch does what, so I have to do them before I go up. And, yeah, and then it tells uh, you. It tells you. So. Very handy. Well, and that's the, I don't know if yours will do it too. Probably. I switched mine to be a British dialect, and Reggie was making fun of me last night for that. But Does she have an English accent? <laughs> the sped up is driving me nuts. See, I don't like slow. I mean, like, I would like to just hear it and be done. So I have it set pretty fast in English. Yeah, why, yeah. why don't you like the speed? I mean, like... It sounds like gibberish to me. My ear can't pick it up. It just is... Bleh. Oh. Well, I could see how that would be annoying. But I like the fact, I want to know quicker. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to wait around for it to say, the flaps are in the lower position. No, just tell me quick. But that's just me. That's just you. Yeah. Nitro, gasoline, or electric? Yeah, nitro's got to be out, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's between. I know. Between, it depends. Electric, smaller electric motors are fine. But when you get a, any more of the six cell and above, or getting, I think rake or gas, you know, go go to gas. Yeah. Um, but the nitro, I, I don't know. I don't like tinkering with them. It seems like the nitro, you got to tinker a lot. Yeah, you got to be you got to be a tinkerer. Yeah, and just getting the fuel anymore. I mean, it's hard where I can just go down the street, fill up my gas can, dump my oil in it, and I'm good to go. And that G38 has been drinking the gas. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, understandable. But, yeah, I, you know, electrics are fine for the smaller the smaller ones. Um, but anymore, I mean, you get six-cell batteries, or they're, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're getting up there. Talk to Reggie. Yeah. Mm. He's got tens of them. Yeah, it's... <clears throat> would like to have an actual like the size of my s box something like that electric just to see what it's about i'm motioning you to talk uh, into this oh sorry because <laughs> when you get six <laughs> feet away from it you don't nobody hears no. it. as i said i would like to have something the size of my s box with electric motor in it just to see how that would be yeah there's no tuning no nothing just you're dropping your batteries in and make sure things are balanced and on you go off you go yeah, but that's that's a lot of battery. Yeah, yeah, true. And that's a lot of a lot of motor, it a lot is. of ESC, a lot, a lot of, of price, torque, a lot of cost. It's no different than gas. If you could start getting to that size, you would think uh, you're going to be more expensive. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Mm. Especially by the time you take into consideration batteries and all that stuff. If you want to fly more than five minutes at a time, you're going to need more than one set of batteries. Yeah, it's true. Depending on plane. Yeah, your mm-hmm. cost per flight hour is going to be pretty high. Yeah. Well, not just one. I didn't say a bunch, just one. A, a bunch would almost be better. No. Because then the batteries <laughs> then work you spread for multiple. Yeah. Well, I got all the batteries I need now, basically. 
Yeah, but you're going to use it probably at least two per flight. Well, some of the jets are that way anyway, and you're still getting three and a half to five minutes. Oh, I guess I forgot about that. Yeah, I don't do much with EDFs like that. So, Daniel, EDFs? Or are you just... I've no. never flown Never flown one. Okay. Although he's about ready to get a 70 millimeter Viper. Good for you. I am? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got no room to store it, so you might as well have it. Uh, I think I was told I couldn't bring it home, I think. Oh, yeah. She was here when you... Yeah. It's fixed, ready to fly, When it came the up way. the stairs. Oops, are you wow. serious? Wow. PG, that, PG. That out. Sorry, everybody. Mark, mark it, mark it. Are you seriously? Yeah, it's ready to fly. That sat down here for how many months? Yeah, I ordered a nose wheel and the nose wheel cover. Um, yeah, it's it's good to go. It's programmed in the radio and everything. I just don't have a battery for it. What's it take? 6L33 to 4200. Me neither. But I know you've got them. What was the end you needed? Was it an XT90 or something? Oh, I, got, I put an XT90 on it because that's all my bigger stuff uses that. Uh, but I can make an adapter. So I, I just need to borrow one from you to see if it even flies. Should I say something? I would have brought both of them. Yeah, no, it's, we'll well yeah. make a day to go out to the field again and do that. Yeah. Not a problem. So yeah, is, gonna, with you. is it going to fly off our field? Yeah, it'll fly yeah. off the gravel. Yeah, I don't, say I don't think it'll be that bad. Tires are so small. Uh, for a uh, 70 millimeter, it might be a struggle. Yeah, we'll see. I knew it wasn't going to work this weekend because the grass was a little bit shaggy, so I didn't mess with yeah, it. He was cutting it. Here's I was going to say, when we were out there yesterday, it was he just nice and short. He had just cut it. <laughs> like, so I, I flew that little Carbon Cub S2, or not Carbon Cub, the little UMX Cub, mm-hmm. the one that's, you know, what, 16 inch wingspan, whatever it was. When I landed on the grass out there, it actually had a rollout. It was only about eight inches. Unlike my S-Box. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. I mean, like, it. I was impressed with it. I don't know how it happened. But for some reason, when I flew the, the UMX uh, Twin Otter, it flipped over. Yeah, you have no choice. It's going to flip. Sorry, I'm a but it's a, it's a tricycle. I mean, it shouldn't. Yeah. I would expect that one to go, but the Cub that's a, you know... Other, thank you. The other setup... Was fine. Like it actually rolled out. Was, I was surprised. Yeah, that's amazing. Like, when I was flying that little S box the other night, it's like, <laughs> uh, it's like, how am I going to land this thing? Because I know it's going to immediately flip over on its back. Yep. Because, you know, it has three eighths of an inch wheels on it. Yep. Well, same with that cub. Might be a little bit bigger than that, but not much. It's either catch it or it's going to flip. Speaking of catching it, <laughs> <laughs> Ron actually tried to do it a couple times last night and got it on video. On Reggie's plane, he was flying it right at me. So I was trying to swat him out of the air. I was trying to help you out. Yeah, it was fun. You caught it yourself a couple times on his little UMX Ultrix. I did. Yeah. I did. You yeah. got it on that bounce. That was still qualified. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it made it a lot easier when we started doing it on the field as opposed to in the pits trying to catch it back there. I, I don't recall that part, but okay. Yeah, me neither. I don't know what I'm I was so about. close to trying to land my UMX pit uh, Ultrix in his trailer. <laughs> Oh, you could have. I could have. I landed right next to it because I chickened out, but I really thought about landing it in the trailer. I didn't even think of that. You should have put it in your truck, Reggie. That would have been possible. Yeah. Or your truck. Oh, your truck's already loaded, wasn't it? Yeah, mine was loaded, ready to go. So yours was empty. Next time, you'll have to do that. I think if the Cub wasn't sitting in there, I might have done it. (laughs) That's funny. Oh, favorite airplane, Daniel. Do you have one right now? Uh... Go to slash favorite slash. Well, it depends on how much work. You know, either the big stick, or 
anymore the the little uh altar or the my mini stick or the sundowner those are kind of the three even electro sticks not or electro streak are easy to get to and yeah yeah, you fly that stick all the time, though. Yeah. yeah. Which one, the big or the... The small one. The little one, yeah. I've definitely got my... Like yeah. you said the other night, you've got your $65 worth out of it. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's not the prettiest thing, but it just up and goes. I mean, it's, you know... Yeah, you bought one, that one for 65 bucks in Toledo, and the guy had one at uh, O'Fallon he went 125 out of. Yeah. And it was in the same condition. Which, I mean, honestly, that's probably not far off for what it would be kind of worth. But I just wouldn't pay that much for no, it. No, not on a no. used. You got to find the right person. Usually, like, when I'm at a swap meet, I'm happy at half or less of what it is new. If it's in, like, new condition. Oh, or true. close to. Yeah, it depends on uh-huh. condition. But. And then this one was not new. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, the only thing with it, I've had to learn to uh, fly tail, or not tail dragger, but the. Uh, Tail skid. Tail skid, and that's that's a whole different... Tail skids are a little harder that, than tail wheel. Yeah, I have to remember that. Now, I've, I've got better at it, but the first couple of times, it's like all over the field, and it's like, what is going on? Because it's just grabbing whatever it can. Yeah. I, I just a little hook on the bottom, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little plastic. A little skid. Yeah, so it's just a little plastic deal. I've learned that pretty much you just punch it and go, get that tail up. Once the tail's up, then I'm fine. Don't, don't have to do it around the feel with the tail dragon i mean it's yeah i walk it out there set it down yeah hit, hit the throttle get get the tail up and then i can use rudder to get me around but yeah um, yeah turning can be difficult with those because there's just nothing it just it I mean, just it goes want to turn I mean, no no and it just wants our field it just wants whatever path is out there it wants to wants to follow the path follow it. so you know, i'm going and all of a sudden it turns and heads towards the pits i mean it's it's you know yeah but that and once we figured it, or I had one wheel locking up, so that wasn't helping either. So oh, was, that would make it a lot more difficult. Yeah, it was. You know, I get going, all of a sudden my wheel would lock up, and then it would spin around on me. It's so I, I was getting aggravated with that. But yeah, seems like we've got that. Yeah, we got that figured out. Figured out, you know, because I put the extra or the bigger tires on it. So um, he's got Tundra tires on a mini stick. I love Tundra tires. So. <laughs> After bigger the, the better. After the fourth set I bought for it. I found <laughs> You've got, what, $5 worth of wheels? Yeah. Though? They're all swap meet wheels that you paid 25 cents a piece yeah, for. It's, <laughs> it's funny. But it's funny how many times you find just one wheel. So you don't have a match to this? I mean, it's... Tail I, wheel. <laughs> I, you know, there's a lot of tires I liked, but, oh, we've only got one. Well, where's the other one? Yeah. Well, it's like when I bought the wheels for the big plane here, for some reason he was selling them individually. It's like, who would buy just one? Like, why? One giant tailwheel. What would that be on? An eight-inch tailwheel? That's a full-size tailwheel. That's pretty close. Yeah, I guess. Those are eight-inch tires. Yeah. I like it. But why would you buy one? Anyway. Anything else you guys want to talk about, or are we ready to wrap it up? Yeah, I think we'll be back on track here real soon. What do you mean? Our normal with... Build it segments and that type of thing. Oh, kicking these guys out and bringing Tommy back wow. in. That hurt. <laughs> that hurt. Get the talent back. <laughs> well, we miss you, Tommy. Yeah, he'll, uh, hopefully wow, within Tommy. the next, well, actually six weeks or so. So, yeah. Yeah. Not too many more. We're getting there. By the time we get this figured out, we'll. 
it's not been bad. Like it's it's there were some bumps, mostly because Reggie's here. But that's yep. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Huh. No, but anyway. Um, well, if we're finished, then yes, Reggie, you you look like you want to say something. I'm good. Since I'm getting ousted already, I'm good. You're not getting ousted. Hmm. Well, being the bump in the road, um, I get nothing else. <laughs> no, it depends on timing, like when we can record, because you're, we've been doing weekends more, right? But I want to get back to during right. the week, right? And that doesn't work for you. You're out on the road, yeah. yeah. But anyway, I try to make it. I try. All right. Well, then I'm finished. Everybody else is finished. Good. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Until next time, I'm Ron. I'm Dave. I'm Reggie, and I'm Daniel. Goodbye. Good night. Night. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the RC Plane Lab podcast. For topic suggestions, to ask questions, or to give any feedback, connect with us at rcplanelab.com or email us direct at either ron at rcplanelab.com or tom at rcplanelab.com. You can also text us or leave us a voicemail at 818-351-9846. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, may your landings be gentle.